Okay. Bismillah. In alhamdulillah, nahmiduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'gfiruhu wa na'udhu billahi min shururri anfusina wa min sayyati a'malina. Man yahdi allahu falamudilla lahu wa man yudlil falahadiya lahu. Wa ashadu anna la ilaha illallah wa ashadu anna muhammadan rasul Allah. Alhamdulillah, indeed all praises due to Allah. We praise him and seek his help and forgiveness. We seek refuge in Allah from our soul's evils and our wrongdoings. He whom Allah guides, no one can misguide. And he whom he misguides, no one can guide. So, bismillah. Um, I can't believe it. Uh, this is going to be the third season of me doing like a Ramadan series for Halaqa Haven, which is this like thing that I made just to keep myself to give myself a goal basically for Ramadan to actually motivate motivate myself to do some learning and some spiritual cleansing and knowledge so alhamdulillah and just as a reminder for season two which was last year we looked at the topic of tasqit al-nafs or purification of the self or the soul and the main reason for that topic was because Ramadan it comes to cleanse our hearts to rejuvenate our souls and to purify us it's that in this world where so much is happening and we're just in that sort of like routine or like a groundhog day moment it comes and it like takes us out of those moments and reminds us of our actual purpose of why we are here why we fast it's it's for us and it's a relationship that's between us and Allah and only Allah knows what the reward for fasting is but it's something that helps us cleanse our souls, our minds, our bodies, physically, mentally, emotionally. And so learning about Tasqiyat al-Nafs should help us maintain this purification even after Ramadan ends, inshallah. And if you want a little reminder of that, you can listen to it on my YouTube and also I think it's on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. I'll double check that anyway. And for season one, which was the very, very first time I did a Ramadan series and the first time I made Halakha Haven, we reflected on the beautiful names of Allah because there is the hadith which mentions that the Prophet wasallam said that Allah has 99 names. Whoever memorizes and embraces these qualities will enter heaven. And so it was really important to start that Ramadan learning about the names of Allah because Again, as I said, fasting is something that we do for Allah, for ourselves and for Allah. And so by knowing his names, we're able to call upon him during those times of tahajjud, in tarawih, when we're waking up, we're able to ask al-qawi, the most powerful, to give us the strength, or al-sabur, the most patient, to give us patience in times of when someone's probably going to make us angry and we're fasting and we need to remember to control our tongue. So that was a beautiful series as well, which is also on the apps that I mentioned. And so, inshallah, for this Ramadan, which is the season three of Halaqa Haven, we'll be looking at the different emotions that we as humans experience and how we can call upon Allah's names that are related to certain emotions and how we can practice cleansing our hearts from negative emotions. And so what we're going to be doing is reflecting back on the names that we learned about in season one of Allah and what we discussed about Tasqit al-Nafs in season two. We're going to merge them together and add in emotions for season three and just 
combine them all together and hopefully it will be like a beautiful circle of emotions, names of Allah, and Tazkiyat and Nafs. And as you know, with every season, I reference a particular book. So for the 99 Names of Allah, I reference Imam al-Ghazali. And Tazkiyat al-Nafs, there was a book on Tazkiyat al-Nafs. And so inshallah, for this season, I'm going to be referencing the a Handbook of Spiritual Medicine by Ibn Dawood. So it basically has all these different emotions that we feel and experience as humans. And it mentions... For example, the signs and symptoms that you might experience, if there's any like Quranic or prophetic or scholarly evidence for this, any like academic or practical treatment, and then evidence supported by Islam. And so, inshallah, it will be a beautiful series using this book. And so, for today, I wanted to keep it a bit short, sweet, and simple, and just keep like a, give a general overview of what we'll be discussing in the pa- in the next few weeks. And so let's begin. Tuskia and emotions, day one. So what do you do when you feel sick? When you feel the first signs of a cold or a flu, you start feeling your throat is hurting you or you start sniffling or when you feel that there's something wrong with your health. So you feel like you're not as active as you were or even like mentally you feel maybe a bit more down than usual or more anxious. Some people might try and do some home remedies. So having qisha, black sesame seed with honey, um, drinking ginger tea, or others might go to a doctor and get some tests on just to make sure that everything is okay. And so in the same way that we try and help and cure our own physical illnesses, we should be doing the same thing with any spiritual illnesses that we may have. Because this world is very stressful, it's very scary sometimes, it's quite heavy on us, it can be dangerous, we might, our souls can get caught up in just the day-to-day of things and focus on wanting to strive for the dunya when actually there's that deen over dunya mantra that we need to keep reminding ourselves of is that Yes, we might want the latest car or the newest phone or we want to be the fittest person with muscles or that sort of thing. But if we don't focus on our spiritual health, our emotional health, then there's something that we need to, that's something that we need to work on, basically. And so the spiritual illnesses that we can actually suffer from is, for example, selfishness. So just not wanting to share and this is something very important something that we always need to work on but especially in Ramadan when we should not be selfish right so when we break our fast we should pass dates to other people to break their fast or not eat as much as that as we want we should just eat enough to fill our bellies a third of the way (laughs) the other spiritual illness could be ingratitude and again this is something that we need to work on, especially in Ramadan, is to think about all the things that we have, all the blessings that Allah has bestowed upon us, and just be grateful for that. And again, day to day, we might have these moments of ingratitude, like, why did this happen to me? Or, oh no, why, why, why? And there's that element of ingratitude. And so that's something that we also need to work on. Another 
spiritual in us could be love of money or fame. So we're seeing loads of people wanting to become billionaires, which is not a bad thing, honestly. Um, if you're going to use that money for for good, then have money, but don't love it more than Allah. Don't love it more than your deen, right? Same thing with fame. Loads of kids now, when you ask them what they want to be, they want to become TikTok influencers or just in general, social media influencers. And again, there's nothing wrong with that. If you want to become famous, go ahead, have that as your goal. But also within that goal, make sure that you are wanting to become famous for the good. So you want to become famous to raise awareness to the atrocities that are happening in this life. You want to give people an insight of how Muslims actually are and how we are kind, generous people. There's nothing wrong with that. It's when it overtakes you and you start wanting to just sell your soul some in a way and just forget about Allah and just that's the spiritual innocence that we're going to be focusing on and there's so many more in this book inshallah which we'll be touching upon one emotion each day and it's i think it's beautiful because ramadan is here it's upon us alhamdulillah we've been able and we're inshallah going to be able to fast the first day of ramadan and the path of self-purification has now started and it will continue to go along with the days as we fast and may Allah allow us to continue to fast the rest of Ramadan and so Ramadan it comes as a means to cleanse our souls it's a month full of opportunities to purify ourselves and it's not that Ramadan is just fasting abstaining from food or drinks it's more than that we abstain from obscene language so swearing that's not something that we should be doing from being mean, from getting angry, from getting jealous, from gossiping. Basically, we also try and fast or abstain from anything that can deter our souls away from any acts of worship. And so this is, Ramadan comes as a beautiful way for us to practice patience, to control our tongues, to not get angry, to not get jealous, to just pray to Allah and just be thankful for all that we have. And I love this verse, verse 76 from Surah Taha. It's a perfect motivator and it's جنات عدن تجري من تحتها الأنهار خالدين فيها وذلك جزاء من تزكى The eternal gardens beneath which rivers flow in which they shall live forever. That is a reward for the one who has purified himself. And so this verse is a perfect motivator for us. It's the goal, it's that verse that should be recited in our minds every single second it's to remind us that every time we wake up for suhoor that tahajjud that struggle of putting that alarm on and waking up and actually having something for suhoor and getting up and praying fajr or at night going to the masjid to pray tarawih or every time we break our fasts every time we stop ourselves from getting angry or having these negative emotions this should be our reminder that we are trying to purify our souls, trying to become the best characters that we can be. Two, have an eternal garden where a river flows. Just imagine that a beautiful, any type of garden that you want with roses or daffodils or whatever trees that you'd like and imagine a beautiful river flowing through it. And inshallah that can help us 
stay motivated on this journey for this Ramadan. And then there's the hadith where the Prophet said, whoever does not give up false statements or evil deeds or ignorant talks while fasting, then Allah does not need his leaving his food and drink. And so this is, again, an an important reminder that we're not just fasting from food or drink. We're fasting from anything that can take us away from the good. So evil deeds, we don't want that. We, We need to abstain from that. So that's why it's important to abstain from that and not just abstain from food and drink. And Tezkiah is one of the ways that we are able to reach our full potential by thinking about any of these negative emotions that we might experience as humans and basically thinking about what these obstacles are. For example, if we have emotions, if we get angry a lot, then we're able to think of ways of how we can control this anger, how we can prevent this anger, and that will help us to reach this full potential of actually purifying our souls. So any negative emotions like pride, maybe, or if you have jealousy or any wrong actions, basically, that these can prevent us from reaching that full potential. And so it's important for us to make ourselves aware of these negative emotions and try and control them to the best of our abilities, with God's help, of course. And so this path of self-development, we can do this by following the sunnah of the Prophet wasallam. We can read the Qur'an, get some guidance from shuyukh, and this will help us to be the best of characters. Because when we're able to prevent these negative emotions from taking over us, from controlling how we react, how we think in our minds... This will help us to become more understanding, more wise, and more patient in our conduct with other people and how we interact with other people. And we can't, we're humans, right? So we will have these negative emotions. We have our weak moments. And we will experience these feelings. They're both good. We have good emotions, we have bad emotions, right? It's unavoidable. It's part of who we are as humans. But this is where Islam, where Ramadan, where Tazkiyat al-Nafs, where self-purification comes into play because this is our way of practicing that patience, of being able to take a breath, practice that little mindfulness technique and react in a more better way than maybe we would have previously. And um, there's loads of research actually that mentions how our emotions can affect our spiritual health, our physical health, our mental health, because even though it might be in our minds or we can show our emotions in our faces, it also affects us physically. So if you get angry a lot, this can cause you to be more stressed or if you feel the sadness or ingratitude, it can sort of maybe cause you to have a depression. And so it's this is there's a lot of research on this and there's... I'm going to end today's bit with a hadith from Jami'a Tirmidhi, 2612, if you want to look that up. And so it was narrated by Aisha, radiallahu anha, that the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, Indeed, among the believers with the most complete faith is the one who is the best in conduct and the most kind to his family. And so this is quite a profound hadith and it's quite a good reminder that 
to have that complete faith to actually be the best Muslims that we can be, we need to be the best in conduct. So we can't react in anger. We can't be impatient or not ungrateful. And we need to be kind to our families. And so there's these negative emotions that might try and affect us. And that's us. uh, This is our role as Muslims, that we need to practice good conduct and to practice being kind to be able to have a complete faith, as this hadith mentions. And so for dua, Bismillah, it's the first day of Ramadan. If this is going to be our last day of Ramadan, God, or if this is going to be our last Ramadan of our lives, then allow us to make it the best Ramadan ever. Allow us to fast, allow us to abstain from food and drink, but also allow us to abstain from evil deeds, from bad actions, from bad intentions as well, Ya Allah. Allow us to learn from our mistakes. Please, Ya Allah, grant us the ability to be the best of characters, to be able to read the Qur'an every day in in Ramadan, to allow us to reflect on the words in the Qur'an, and just allow us to continue to purify ourselves and be better humans and better Muslims, Ya Allah. Ameen. As I always, I end with an, anything I said as a reminder to myself, first and foremost. Anything incorrect is from myself, and all good is from Allah. So forgive me for my shortcomings. Subhanakallahumma bihamdika, shadu wa la ilaha illa ant, astaghfiruka wa atubu ilayk. Glory is to you, O Allah, and praises to you. I bear witness that there is none worthy of worship but you. I seek your forgiveness and repent to you speak to you next tomorrow inshallah if god gives us the ability and we'll continue on this path of learning about emotions and tasqif al-nafs and including some names of allah to help us control some emotions assalamu alaikum